Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Murray County, I'm Kate Ryan. To reach more people, D.C. is now stretching its supply of the monkeypox vaccine. I'm Nick Ainelli. Why it will be very noisy in the McLean area for the next few weeks. This is Kyle Cooper. Good morning, it's 8 o'clock. CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Deborah Rodriguez in New York. There's hopeful news from Northern California, where crews say they've slowed the spread of a massive wildfire burning near Yosemite National Park. Correspondent Jonathan Vigliotti is in Mariposa County. There has been a lot of devastation. At this hour, the good news, the fire is now 16% contained, and fire officials now say they hope to get full containment by this weekend. Thousands of people have been forced from their homes. In suburban Dallas, a grass fire that may have been sparked by a lawnmower has burned as many as 20 homes. Nikki Fobbs watched as the flames spread. I just thought one house on the back corner was on fire. Then I looked again, I was like, oh my God. Everything's on fire. It has rained in Dallas in more than 50 days. 100 plus degree heat is on in Seattle and Portland. Meteorologist Craig Allen with our affiliate WCBS. It's a fairly large area across the Pacific Northwest, but the worst of this heat looks like it'll be north of Interstate 80, on up beyond Interstate 90, and across the border into Canada. Car sales aren't what they were during the pandemic. This morning, GM is reporting second quarter profits plunged 40% over the year before. The company blames a shortage of computer chips and losses in China. Former President Trump will be back in the nation's capital for the first time since he exited the White House. Correspondent Caitlin Huey Burns says his speech will take place in the shadow of the January 6th investigation. New video released by the January 6th committee Monday shows a draft of then-President Trump's speech on January 7th. Do you recognize the handwriting? It looks like my father's handwriting. It says he edited out a directive for the Justice Department to prosecute lawbreakers, as well as a line that read, the rioters do not represent our movement. In Moscow, photographers snapping away as WNBA star Brittany Griner was led into a courtroom and locked in a cell. Correspondent Cammie McCormick. Much of today's testimony focused on how cannabis, while illegal in Russia, is considered in other countries as having legitimate medicinal use. Griner has admitted carrying vape cannabis 
canisters with cannabis oil when she was arrested at a Moscow airport in February, but her lawyers insisted she was in a rush when she was packing and it was prescribed by a doctor. Griner is expected to testify tomorrow. Anglican leaders meeting in the UK taking up the issue of gay marriage. Here's Vicki Barker. Liberal Anglican clerics say the resolution that marriage remains between a man and a woman is hurtful and homophobic. Bishops in conservative countries fear endorsing gay marriage would open their congregants up to hate attacks. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 8.03, Tuesday morning, July 26th. Cloudy, cooler than it's been with a chance of showers and storms. Highs today in the low 80s. Good morning, I'm Bruce Allen, and here are the top local stories we're following for you this hour. Campaign 2022 on WTOP. Montgomery County's election results feature a razor-thin contest and a possible historic change on the county council. The race for Montgomery County executive in the Democratic primary remains neck and neck between incumbent Mark Elrich and businessman David Blair. County Council President Gabe Albornoz who looks to keep his seat. But we stand ready as a council to work with whomever pushes through. Council Vice President Evan Glass noted that if current results hold, six women could join the council. I think at this point in time, it is safe to say that this is the year of the woman. But tens of thousands of votes have yet to be counted. Will those numbers grow or tail off? Gilberto Zelaya with the County Board of Elections. My friend, if I had those numbers, I would play the lotto every week. Kate Ryan. WTOP News. County election officials say there are still thousands more votes to be counted and they may have to add additional days to get that done. We're also taking a look at voter turnout in Maryland. This year, nearly 500,000 Marylanders requested mail-in ballots compared to fewer than 50,000 in 2018. And while this year's mail-in ballots are still being counted, 17% uh, of eligible residents either voted early or in person. That compares to a total of 25% of eligible voters who cast ballots in the 2018 primary. All major races in the state have been decided. The FBI is investigating how sexual assault allegations were brought against Justin Fairfax in 2019 while he was lieutenant governor of Virginia. Fairfax has accused Richmond Mayor LeVar Stoney and former Virginia Governor Terry McAuliffe of whipping up the allegations, even though both have denied being involved. The Intercept has reported that investigators interviewed Fairfax in early June for nearly three hours with no attorney present. In February of 2019, two women accused Fairfax of past incidents of sexual assault. Fairfax has denied both allegations. The allegations surfaced as it appeared Fairfax might soon become governor. Then-Governor Ralph Northam was facing calls to resign after a racist photo on the page in his 1984 medical school yearbook. For those eligible to get the monkeypox vaccine in D.C., you'll only be getting one shot instead of two. It's a way of stretching the limited supply of the monkeypox vaccine. In an effort to get as much vaccine out to the public as quickly as possible. Clover Barnes with the D.C. Health Department answered questions during a town hall meeting on monkeypox. She says the district will be giving people just one shot for now. For folks who had second dose appointments, those most of them have been canceled except for those who are immunocompromised. She says that one shot should be effective for six months, which should give D.C. enough time to get more vaccine shipments in. Then when there's enough to go around, people can get their second shot. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. 
Each year, hospitals nationwide and in our region are ranked by U.S. News & World Report, which is out with its new survey. So which ones here are the best? The number one medical center in the country is Mayo Clinic, according to U.S. News & World Report. But if you can't travel to Rochester, Minnesota for top care, head over to... The Nova Fairfax Hospital. U.S. News & World Report Chief Health Analyst Ben Harder says that's the best medical center in our area. Researchers looked at patient survival, medical specialties, and a new category this year. What happens when patients return home? Being able to be at home with their loved ones instead of in a hospital or in an emergency emergency room, that's a really important aspect of their outcome. And I think the medical profession has sort of woken up to that and said, hey, we can measure that. Gigi Barnett, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, some sleepless nights could be ahead for residents in McLean. It's 8.07. The following is a paid commercial message. Government price setting could mean fewer medicines in the coming years. Medicines to get you well and keep you well at any stage of your life, whether you're a parent, grandparent, or child. What could fewer medicines mean for you and your family in five years, 10 years, or 30 years from now? Which new medicines could be lost with government price setting? It's hard to know for sure. But look at where we are today. Currently, there are 90 medicines in development for Alzheimer's disease. 26 for childhood.